0: This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. This is the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams, and I'm so happy to be with you. And I'm so happy to be joined uh, by my guest today. We've been talking about uh, doing this podcast for a little bit, and it's so timely with uh, our holiday season. But it's also timely because it's Mother Nature, and we care about it so much. Sue Nikolai is the program director for uh, Land Trust for the uh, for everything. Gosh, for Land and Rivers, I Sue, you got to give your title because I just bombed it.
1: Yeah, no worries. Um, I'm the program director for the Land and Rivers Fund. And is. this is a program that supports the work of the Eagle River Watershed Council and the Eagle Valley Land Trust.
0: There it is. It says the Eagle Valley Land Trust on SUSE. We're over here on Zoom today, and it says Eagle Valley Land Trust uh, on your on your Zoom, which I absolutely love. Because these organizations are so connected, but I think sometimes uh, people in the community, myself being one, obviously, uh, have a hard time distinguishing. So can you talk about what the different entities are and, and what their missions are?
1: Absolutely. Um, So the Eagle Valley Land Trust is an organization, a nonprofit, that focuses on um, forever conserving land in our valley. And basically, um, it works with a lot of conservation easements, private landowners who put their land into conservation easements, and then that land is protected forever. Even if they sell their property, that land is still protected forever.
0: I, I love that you've used the word forever multiple times because it's, it's hard in this world to say, oh, it's going to be for a certain time. But uh, but what makes it what makes you able to say that word so boldly?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess it is a little bold, but it's also um, part of the mission that um, there are laws put into place that say if a land is put into conservation easement, easement, it is forever conserved, regardless of who owns the property. I think that's so and, cool. It, and it is. And and the, the properties all have to have some kind of benefit, um, whether it's agricultural um heritage or importance, wildlife, scenic beauty, recreational values, um, um species that are that are uh threatened. Yeah. Um, it has to have some of those properties. And um so obviously most people in the Valley know that that our wildlife are under severe um, constraints constraints and challenges. And um, so parceling pieces of land together to conserve forever is really important for their migration routes, for um, where they winter, where they give birth and raise their young until they're old enough to um, migrate as well. And so um conserving these lands is, is really important. That's awesome. And then the water the watershed council. Well, can I can I hold
0: you on land real quick? Will you give an Absolutely. Of, give an example of one that people know? Something in this valley that uh so oh yeah, that's one that's been that's a parcel that's been protected.
1: Sure. Um um West Avon Preserve. Oh yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of people know that hiking, biking, um things like that. There are um lands up in Vale by the, the waterfalls that are protected. Yeah. Um, there's you can go on the website and get a map of all of the protected properties. Yep. And it's over 14, 14 acres in the valley. And uh, and so some of them are open to the public, some of them are not. Um, there's a there's a parcel in Eagle called the Spud Cellar and it is a conserved property, but it is not um, it is not open to public access just because it's a huge um, deer and elk and coyotes and fox and birds of prey live there. And um, it's right next to other open space that that people can hike and bike on, but this piece of property um, is not open to public access. So some of them are, and some of them aren't.
0: I think that's neat. I, I didn't expect you to say West Avon perver- Per Preserve. That wasn't the one that popped into my head first because there's other ones that pop in, but that's really cool. That's I almost forgot that one for a moment and that's one that I rode my bike on multiple times with my kids this year and absolutely loved it. so thank yeah. you. Thank you yeah, for that one absolutely. every time yeah so then uh, let's move to uh, we, we're talking on land and rivers let's uh, let's move from the land to the water.
1: <laughs> yeah. so the Eagle River Watershed Council is also a small nonprofit and both of these nonprofits are the only two in the valley who focus exclusively on conserving, restoring and protecting land and rivers in our valley. Um, and so the Watershed Council focuses on restoration projects, invasive species removal, um, water quality, um, water temperature. So sometimes we'll get those um, temperatures in the summer when the water's really low and it's very hot. And it says, please don't fish um, after, say, noon or 11 a.m., because the water's too warm and it puts too much stress on the fish. And, and in order to have healthy fish populations, and a healthy ecosystem, um, we want to take care of it by letting people know that if you want to fish, it's got to be in the morning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool thing. And it was really neat to, to talk about that on radios and podcasts and so forth and present that. And I, it was neat to see the anglers respond to that and the people getting out earlier in the morning and uh, because they care uh, very much about the fish population and the healthy fish population. you're right, at a certain temperature, you take them out of the water, there's a good chance the fish is gonna die rather than just staying in the water. So yeah, you can go look at them, but you can't pull them out.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Right,
0: And uh, and obviously our waterways are something that, uh, inc- that we have been talking about as uh, it's, it's one of the most important things in this valley, the protecting of the land and the water. It, it, you know, it, it shifts, doesn't it? It's housing and then it's land and then it's housing and then it's land and then it's water and then it's housing and then it's land and all of these different things. But this is going to be something that we continue to, uh, to the, our land and rivers that we need to protect.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, people come here to live and to visit because of our landscape. We have such an incredible landscape here in the valley um, with the elk and the deer and the occasional mountain lion that you're just thrilled to see. Yeah. And, and the lar- all the large mammals and the small mammals, the birds of prey, the eagles you see along the river and the, the osprey and the red-tailed hawks. Um, it, it's, we have all that because of um, various organizations protecting um, what we have and the Valley's growing. We all know that. Yes. And with COVID, we had an enormous increase in public land use. And a lot of those people were kind of new to public lands. They didn't really know how to take care of where they were, that going off trail, isn't cool that um, having to, how do I say this? Go to the bathroom outdoors. They don't really know the proper way to do that. Yeah. Um, littering, letting their dogs run wild. There were a lot of things that um, took took a lot of um, beating during, yeah. during COVID years. And, and so we need people to be invested in all this beauty that we have, this wildlife, um, these river corridors so that we can protect it because that's why I moved here. Um, that's why most people moved here or stayed here. And that's why people come to visit because they want to see how beautiful this place is and they want to enjoy it for their week or two weeks or three weeks or however long they get.
0: I completely agree. Let's take it to, uh, let's switch our lens as this is the partnership podcast. And, uh, we are here to benefit the business community. I don't see many of those deer and elk shopping down at the bookworm. So, uh, how is this a, a positive thing? How is what you're doing a positive thing for our business community?
1: Well, so the Land and Rivers Fund works with businesses up and down the valley from Vale and Minturn down to Gypsum. And um, we ask those businesses to invest in the Land and Rivers Fund by um, adding a small percentage of the customer's bill or, or a small percentage to their customer's bills. It's typically 1%, but some businesses have a different business model. It doesn't work. And so... They may make a donation based on about 1% of their profits. Um, we will work with businesses however it works best for them. Um, and they add that into their POS system. And then um, at the end of the month or the quarter, typically when they pay their taxes, they will um, look at their tax lines. And they'll look at their Lana Rivers Fund donation line. And they'll send a check to the Lana Rivers Fund. And then quarterly. Um, that money gets um, gets divided between both organizations, the Land Trust and the Watershed Council.
0: Sure. Uh, and, and so please.
1: to date, um, we've donated almost $300,000 wow. to both organizations. Wow. The program's, the program's been in effect since about 2018. Yeah. And of course, it started out small with just a few businesses. And, and uh, you know, we've been working on growing it since then.
0: So if you're thinking about it, and by the way, all of you out there in podcast land, uh, Sue and I didn't prep any of this. So she's just, we're all just flying. Uh, so I really appreciate you just answering all these questions. Um, do you, when you see a business renew, a business who has done it maybe in that uh, earlier year, and then they choose to come back and be part of it again, what is their reasoning? Because, you know, we, we have savvy business owners here. They don't want to be uh, giving away any of their profits. But so, so why are they choosing to continue to do this?
1: Well, it's not actually their profits. It's it's their customers who are making a small donation, which they can opt out of if they'd like. The customer yeah. says, Nope, I just had lunch at Main Street Grill and I don't I don't want to pay that 46 cents on my forty-six dollar bill. Um, they can opt out of that and that's fine. There's no shame, there's you know, it's just it's their choice. Um but most businesses, when they sign up, they just stay in it until for whatever reason they don't want to be in it anymore. Awesome. And so um, we've had businesses who are have been in it from the first year. you know, Up the creek in Vale Village has been in it for a long time. Um, the UPS stores. Um, Main Street Grill has been in it for many years. Alpine Quest Sports was one of the first ones to sign on. Yeah. Um, Sunrise Minturn was also one of the first ones to sign on and they're still involved in it. So, um, well, and
0: you're you know, giving examples of businesses across the board, too. I mean, restaurants, retail. This is uh, not just limited to uh, to like, you know, just one food place. This is all over.
1: No, n- not at all. It's um, you know, we've got Yoga Off-Broadway, the yoga studio in Eagle. We've got um, Forum Attainment Studios in Edwards. Um So we've got all different kinds, Jerry Sibley plumbing, you know, um, we've got all different kinds of businesses. And so, um, like I said, if 1% doesn't work for a business, we can work with them to find out what will work and and make some kind of a contribution. Because every dollar helps in uh, these two organizations doing the great work that they do year round.
0: Yes, yes, it is absolute great work you've Let's uh, let's. Uh, one of the things I thought was uh, I'm learning about, which I'm very excited about, as one who has multiple kids in high school, is that you offer a scholarship every year as well.
1: We we do. Um, this year will be I think the fifth annual, and we offer a two thousand dollar scholarship to one graduating high school senior in the valley. All high schools um are eligible to apply. Get the applications in, and then um, select the winner. It's a small scholarship, but I just put two kids through college, and I know how every dollar <laughs> helps. And we pick a senior who um, ha- is planning on going into some branch of sustainability, natural resources, environmental science, some, something like that um, that fits into the missions of the Land Trust and the Watershed Council. Awesome. Um, we also want them to exhibit um, need as well as a history of, uh, you know, volunteering um, in organizations that help with conservation and taking classes that um, show that they're invested in in this line of um, education. Awesome. And we always do that in the spring, and it's really exciting. It's one of the favorite parts of my job is to be able to let a scholarship recipient know that they, they got it.
0: Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet yeah, you get to be it's, Santa it's really yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you're rewarding students who are giving back, and it's it's interesting, you know, as we get to work with the student population and seeing how many of them are gravitating towards careers in sustainability and uh, in clean energy, and uh, it really is uh, the st- the beginning of a tide of a lot of jobs moving in this direction.
1: Yeah, we we really hope so, and awesome. every year, every year, our applicants have. Applicant numbers have gone up, so it's really exciting to see it. It just makes it harder, it makes it oh, harder yeah. to pick someone.
0: Oh, I know, I know. We'll we'll just get more money in, and, and then you can give multiple scholarships. We'll just keep exactly.
1: It we we could do that if you know, if if we build this program even bigger.
0: There it is. That's the plan. Obviously, is valley domination, and then world domination <laughs> uh, with this program. And it's Absolutely. kind of one of those. It it should make sense for businesses. So we've talked about the business benefit a little bit with the the local youth, but if I'm just A person listening if i'm not a business owner if i'm just but i still care and i still want to invest or 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 at least be a part of this how do i get involved
1: so um the best way is for you to patronize the businesses who are in the land and rivers i
0: have to go shopping Um, sounds good (laughs)
1: you can go shopping you can go out for a nice lunch you can go to a fitness class um you can you can get your hair cut Um, We have a hair studio in Eagle made the cut that is part of the program, our farmers market who um, and and all the good stuff are both small um, organic meat and local produce and um, and goods are both part of the program. So you can you can go and give your business to those businesses. And that's that's what it helps them. And in turn, it helps conserve and protect our land and rivers there and um, to, to get a full list of all the businesses involved you can go to www.landandrivers.org and you'll um, click on participating businesses and there's a whole list of the businesses where they're located and a little bit about what they do like if you're looking for a a nice gift um, for someone 714 home has some great gift ideas they're located in Edwards and Great stuff. Um, All the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All the good stuff. (laughs) Everyday Outfitters and Eagle has women's and men's clothing and great gift ideas and um, Maker and Stitch if you're a a knitter or, you know, they're involved. They've been involved in the program for years. So um, look at that list. I haven't, I'm looking
0: at that everything. list right now and I can't wait. I'm going to go patronize all these. I'm going to get a cup of coffee of color and then I'll go to all the good stuff and get something. And then I'll go stay at the bunkhouse. Oh, I go to Minturn anglers. Oh my word. Boy, there's so many businesses that are,
1: absolutely. I mean, it's not absolutely.
0: enough. It's definitely not enough, but there are a lot of businesses already uh, that are a part of this. Yeah,
1: yeah, there are. And we are so appreciative of all the businesses who have signed on and who have stayed on for years and years. Those who have just signed on in the last year, it all adds up and um and we just are so grateful that they're willing to participate it's a really easy setup um for businesses you just most pos pos systems accommodate that and um we even give you address envelopes if you're a business owner so you can write your check and just throw it in the mail Um, we try to make it as easy as possible and we also advertise for those businesses um, we want it to be a win-win. We want the businesses to get something out of it. Um, and then, of course, we get those donations. So we we have our website, which we list all the businesses. Um, we do social media posts on Instagram and Facebook. And um, and then we have Veil Daily ads once a week where we'll list four of the businesses and say, you know, please, please give these businesses your business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and And then we really encourage our staff and board members and friends to shop at these businesses as well. So we really try to send businesses their way and And then, um right now we're in the middle of a shop local campaign. It's the holidays, and everybody you know, goes out and and wants to buy that really great gift for someone. And so um, we're doing you know some half page ads in the veil daily and listing all the businesses by town. so, You live in Minturn, you can see the ones Minturn who are in the program,
0: yeah.
1: And if you're an Eagle or Gypsum, you can you can do the same thing. And so, um, and then we're also doing a lot more social media posts, just you know, saying, hey, if you're looking for you know the athlete in your life, um, how about going to boot mechanics and getting a custom boot fit or or footbed or Alpine Quest Sports, um, you know, for for that great uphill ski package or. Um, You know, something like that. So I'm really trying to encourage people to shop local and and keep our valley strong and successful instead of shopping at those big box stores or those online retailers that make billions of dollars a year. Um, They don't need your money. The local businesses do.
0: I know it's a Chamber of Commerce podcast, but I didn't ask her to say that. She just said that. (laughs) (laughs) And I, uh, well, we echo all of that and obviously do it. So I'm thinking uh, from if I'm a, a business owner right now and I'm listening to this podcast and I'm thinking I haven't been involved with this. I just haven't had time. But gosh, I want to do it. How long does it take to turn around that process if they were to contact you and say, I, I even want to be involved this year? Is it possible?
1: Absolutely. Um, we ask you to fill out a short agreement that takes about five minutes. Um, depending on your POS system, it might take 10 minutes to set up. It might take 30 or 40, um, and then we give you posters to let your customers know that you're part of the program. And people are really um, getting familiar with the logo now because it's on so many businesses. So we give you we give you those items, window stickers or posters, um, to let people know. And I mean, you could you could be collecting donations in a few days yep. if you wanted to.
0: Yep. I remember uh, the first time I was ever introduced to this program was I saw something on the menu at Main Street Grill, a little thing that said, this is going to be here. And I asked my friend, Chris Hyden, the owner, what is this? And he explained, oh, we were doing this because of this. I thought it was so neat. I thought it was just yeah. one of the coolest things that I had seen. And then to be introduced and see all the different businesses really kind of blew me away. So I, you know, I like that benefit for the business, too, to say, like, hey, look, they're giving back. You know, that that spoke Absolutely. to me as a, as a local. Like, I'm going to go back to Main Street because Chris and Nikki said they want to help Landon Rivers. That's cool.
1: Absolutely. And they have been fantastic supporters. Um, so we we love the businesses who are participating. And if I go out to lunch, I go to a Landon Rivers Fund business. If I'm buying Christmas gifts, I go to a Landon Rivers Fund business because I really want to support the businesses who are supporting our land, con- land and river conservation.
0: There it is, landandrivers.org for more information and for uh, talking about, uh, how do I get that list? Well, you go to landandrivers.org, landandrivers.org, I've said it multiple times. Uh, uh, we've been talking about Eagle River Watershed Council, that's ERWC.org, and then the Land Trust, EVLT. That I've got all these memorized for you, Sue. They're not too hard. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
0: But LandonRivers.org is the one that we're checking out uh, for this 1% or whatever the percent may be to give back and to make this place something that we preserve for not only this generation, but the, the ones forever, as you said so aptly earlier in the podcast.
1: Absolutely. Forever for all. There it is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like that. <laughs> I like that uh, that slogan forever for all. Sue Nicolai has been my guest. Thank you so much for your time today and for all that you're doing. Businesses please go to uh, landonrivers.org, contact Sue. Let's find a way to do this. Let's see an influx of businesses after this podcast. Lots more people wanting to do this because all that money only goes to things that uh, that end up helping this place and we love this place.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much, Eric. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you. Up Thank you. Have a good day.
1: Thank you. You
0: too. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at veilvalleypartnership.com.